Hello, this is Mary and Emma Moberly, and welcome to, um, Emma, uh, what should we call this podcast? I don't know, let's see, I guess it should have something to do with what we talk about all the time. So let's start talking about the things we always talk about, and then maybe we can think of a name. Like, um, Blaz? Yeah, something like that. And cows? Yeah. (laughs) And like how that little piggy toe thing always, um, it proves that pigs eat cows even though it's the other way around. Snigs? Well, Snickles is my um, logo, so... <laughs> a starotot? <laughs> well, maybe it could be something like a snig wearing a hat. Or a snig wearing a jig and a wig? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe! <laughs> what? A... What is... <laughs> I don't know what a jig is. That's dancing a jig on the snig's head. On a brig. Yeah. In a snig. <laughs> no, not in a snig. In a, um... Prig. <laughs> yeah, a prig. Whatever that is. It's a pompous person, I think. Oh. So it's not an adjective? No, I think the adjective would be priggy. Yeah. <laughs> or priggish. Or prigglehymen. Yeah. You know, that's how you speak German. You always add enheimen to every word you speak, like this. I enheimen can enheimen speak enheimen German enheimen. Or you could go like, Schlüssen, 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 Flügel, Schlüssen, Flügel, Heimen, Schlingen. Yeah. <laughs> and to speak Italian, you can go, That could be the name for our podcast. Except I can't remember it, so I guess we'll just have to forget. You know, the name could be Enheimen. Maybe. Or maybe we could just mix everything together <laughs> and go and have snigs, pigs, wigs, jigs, and hymen, and video games. And then make it in pig Latin. Video yeah. games a... Video <laughs> <laughs> game... Video games a... Video... Whatever! <laughs> Or we could call it the pig egg pay news. Mm, yeah, that's an idea. Which reminds me of a story I wrote one day. Um, you, we don't have to get into that. Why not? I want to read my story. What? Maybe it'll help us think of a name. Yeah. Emma, you distract them while I look up my story. 
hello, people. Um, fine weather it is today. Actually, it's really dark outside, and, um, let's see. Uh, let me open the curtains here. Uh, I can't see anything except the reflection of the inside of the house, so never mind about that. Um, well, there's always this thing that's just hanging around the house. And you want to know what it's called? It's called air. You breathe it in and out all the time, but you never really notice unless you happen to start thinking about how you breathe air, and then you um, can't stop thinking about it until your mind wanders somewhere else. Because that's just the way the cookie crumbles. So anyway, if you want to buy some liquid paper, then you'll just have to get a paper mate and eat it up and then barf it back ah, up. And Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. The main pig of egg pay. Whoa, this is a great story, I can tell. In medieval Europe, in the kingdom of Igpe, the main pig decided that if anyone ate a cow, that person would turn orange. Don't interrupt, Emma. This is a very good story. He was clearly wrong in this assumption, but of course no one could convince him of that. So this particular pig made sure that all of the cows in existence were shot on sight. That didn't seem to help much, because now there was tons of steak in all of the butcher's shops. The pig didn't want to turn orange, so he told all of the butchers to sell their steak to some merchants who were going to Italy. The pig hated Italians, which goes to show what an evil pig he was, so he didn't mind if they turned orange. Most of the merchants, however, were kind-hearted towards Italians, whom I do not intend to make fun of, I am merely stating fact, or at least what many pigs believe to be fact. So they burned their steak at the stake. They truly tied all of their steak to a stake and lit it on fire. I suppose they thought that it could only burn while tied to a stake. The pig was shocked by the rebellion of the merchants. They were not under his rule, he just thought they were. He ordered a bunch of soldiers, who had been standing around doing nothing ever since the war two years before, to follow the merchants to Italy and steal artifacts from every museum in the country. The pig was sure that this would make them exceedingly furious. The soldiers marched after the merchants. They marched to their heart's content. They marched past Italy all the way to India, where they spent a pleasant vacation and didn't return to Igpe until the next war. Meanwhile, in Italy, the people all had their own cows, and when they ate them, they didn't turn orange. Some weirdo decided to tell this to the main pig of Igpe, and how he reacted, I am not quite certain. I only know there is a story about it. Wow, I wonder who that weirdo was. What weirdo? The weirdo who told the pig, um, uh, that they already didn't turn orange. Well, I have no idea. I only know there's a story about it. But he's got to be someone. No, of course not. He could be anyone, not someone. Or no one. Maybe he's one of those scientist weirdos who invented Loch Ness Monster Powder. Yeah, right. That's me! Oh, yeah. In third grade. Well, maybe it's you! Oh, don't be silly!
But maybe you got your memory erased and you don't remember that you did it. I never got my memory erased. But maybe you don't remember that you did. I remember distinctly that I never did. But, but, um, fine, be that way. Excuse me, while we settle our difficulties, you can listen to this little relic of the past. Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, said the old man who was lying on my couch, who I had just dragged in from out of nowhere, and he had just sort of sat down on my couch and said, I'm going to die because I have the black spot. Can you help? Me find the buried treasure, or maybe find it yourself. Sure, I said. What buried treasure? And then he said, What's your name, little boy? And I said, Um, uh, Jim Hawkins. And he said, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim. Which is where we just left off. <coughs> he said. Once there was a treasure map, and it was buried in the Arctic North. And then a bunch of polar bears, polar bears, and sea otters, and seals just started fighting over it. And they unburied it, and they were just fighting and fighting, and they tore it up into a million tiny pieces! And then what happened? Well, one of the polar bears turned himself into a one-legged man named Long John Silver. Then Long John Silver decided to get himself into a boat. And he glued the treasure map that was torn into a million tiny pieces into one big whole piece. And he studied the treasure map carefully. And then he said to himself, I think I'll just go on a voyage. And so he went on a voyage, my lad. And he took the treasure map with him. And he killed all the seals and sea otters and other polar bears. And he went in a boat on the water, and he sailed south to the Caribbean Sea. Or maybe it was the Indian Ocean, or the Atlantic Ocean, I'm not really sure. Or maybe even the Mediterranean, or the Pacific. But anyway, the point is, eventually, he, uh, oh, maybe it was the Arctic Ocean. Eventually, he got to England, which is where we are, my boy, I think. I'm almost dead now, so I'm not really sure about things. But my boy, I stole the treasure map from him, and he's been after me ever since. And I have it stored in that sea chest sitting over there behind your couch. And it's been sitting there for millions of years, or as long as I've been alive and able to tell this tale. 
and I figured the old man must have been millions of years old because he was about to die right now and he had a really ugly, scratchy old man voice and he looked really wrinkly and had very white hair and he looked like an old man that might have been millions of years old. But anyway, he said, Young man, take that treasure map out of the sea chest. Study it carefully. Get on a boat on the water and start looking for the treasure. But what happened to Long John Silver, I said. Well, me lad, Long John Silver just sort of decided that he would go and uh, get on a ship. And he just sat there on the boat and started cooking. Okay, I said. I think I'm going to die now, young man. Okay, I said. Well, young lad, it was nice talking with you. What is it that I just said? Um, something about some treasure or something. Oh, yes. Well... Get that treasure map out of the sea chest, and, uh, do whatever else I said. But beware the one-legged man! What one-legged man, I wondered. But I didn't say anything, because he'd already explained it to me, and he probably forgot anyway. So I went and convinced some sort of ship salesman, or whatever you call him, to let me be on a boat that happened to have Long John Silver cooking on it. And so I got on the boat and we started sailing for the middle of nowhere in the ocean. Maybe it was the Horse Latitudes or something like that. Which is a weird name for a middle of the ocean because there are no horses there, at least no live ones. But anyway, um... Uh... What happened next? Oh yes! I talked to Long John Silver, and he turned out to be a really nice guy. And I said, hey, uh, what are you doing? And he said, cooking. And I said, well, that's nice. I love cooking. And he said, oh, really? Well, why don't you try some? And I said, no, thanks. I just ate. And he said, well, that's all right. And then I noticed that he had a bird on his shoulder. And I said, what is that bird? And he said, well... I was just cooking one day, and I was about to chop up this bird, but it happened to still be alive, and it spoke to me, and it said, Please don't kill me, Squack! I want to be your best friend! And so I said, Well, if you want to be my best friend, you better be a nice bird. And it said, Okay, Squack! And so I named him Polly, and I gave him lots and lots of crackers, and now all he says is, Say it, Polly. And then I said, that's just the weirdest thing I ever heard. And he said, what's your name, little boy? And I said, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim Hawkins. And he said, is that short for James, 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 James Hawkins? And I said, I guess so. And he said, why don't you know, young lad? And I said, well, um, I guess I never really knew my mother or something. I grew up a poor orphan, lying around on the streets, 
And then some nice lady worked at it in, took me in, and let me work for her for nothing, except table scraps. And she was very kind to me, except she wasn't. And she told me my name was Jim Hawkins. And so I was like, okay, my name's Jim Hawkins. And then I told this one old guy that was about to die that my name was Jim Hawkins. And he called me Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim. So I guess that's what my name is. So my name's Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, Jim. So, um, yeah, you can call me whatever you want. And then Long John Silver said, well, whatever. I guess I'll just call you Jim. Jim Hawkins, or Jim for short. And I said, Okay. And he said, let's be best friends. I can teach you how to cooking. Or how to start cooking. And I said, okay. And he said, okay. And I said, okay. And he said, okay. And I said, okay. And then we got bored of saying okay, and so we started cooking. And then we realized that it wasn't uh, time to eat until the next day, and so we went to bed. Over the next few weeks, we became best friends. And so I decided to just show him my treasure map, and he was like, Okay, show me your treasure map. And so I showed him his, my treasure map, and he was like, Wow, this is amazing. We should go look for this treasure. And so we convinced the captain to go and look for the treasure. And so we started looking for the treasure. But then Long John Silver turned out to be evil. And he got a band of uh, pirates who were, happened to be on the ship somehow to mutiny and destroy everyone or put them in the jail on the ship. And so we all sort of were locked up, except for me. And, um, uh, what happened next? Oh, yeah. Long John Silver had my hands tied behind my back. And he was just sort of, uh, trying to make me take him to the treasure, even though he knew where it was, because he had the map and he had studied it a lot. But he thought that I knew more than he did, so I was okay with that, as long as I, he, they didn't kill me or put me in prison. So, I just sort of guided them and helped them find the treasure. And so, uh... Yeah, I led them to the treasure, so what's wrong with that? They dug up the treasure, and there wasn't anything there. And I was like, well, um, uh, the map says it's right here. And Long John Silver was like, is that the right map? And he looked at it, and he was like, well, this is the map I glued back together. And I was like, well, there's no treasure. Uh, what are we going to do? Do are you gonna let me go now? And he said, "For goodness sakes, of course I'm not going to let you go, little brat." And I said, oh, "Okay." And he said, "Well, what shall we do with you now? Maybe we should eat you instead of eating the treasure." And I said, "Please don't eat me. I don't taste very good. I don't taste anything like treasure." And Long John Silver was like, "Heh <laughs> I was just joking, kid. I mean, who would want to eat treasure anyway? And I said, so you're not going to eat me? And he said, of course not. You're my best friend, matey. And I said, Johnny, how come you're uh, talking like a pirate now? And he said, well, matey, uh, I, I, I was just 
Decided to be a pirate, that's all. And I was like, did you really used to be a polar bear? And he said, well, uh, I was a pirate polar bear. And I said, okay, hmm, I wonder where the treasure is. And then Long John Silver said, well, lady, that doesn't matter, because you're my best friend. And then all the pirates that were with Long John Silver were all like, what are you talking about? We want that treasure! Long John Silver was like, well, uh, hold on a second. And then all the pirates were like, we want the treasure! Hey, let me see that map! And then one of the pirate guys grabbed the treasure map, and he was like, what? This isn't a treasure map! This is a bunch of pieces of paper glued together! It looks like a polar bear did this! And Long John Silver was like, Well, uh, 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 well, uh, uh, attack him! And so then all the pirates attacked Long John Silver, and, uh, they sort of snuck away and got on the ship and freed all the prisoners, and then we just sort of sailed away, into the sunset. Um, and that's it. I'm sorry, Emma. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. Oh, please forgive me. Please, thank you. You're welcome. Sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. Oh, are we back? Oh, are you, is it done? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um... Well, how did you enjoy that nice little relic from the past? Wasn't it just luscious? It was simply, uh... Wait for them to answer! They're not answering. Isn't there any audience? Because everyone hates us! Oh, man! This is, like, terrible! Hey! Did someone just say boo? You mean someone's actually listening to us? Oh, goody! Wow! Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Maybe to generate more listeners, you should sing a song, Emma. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on, Emma. You can do it. Oh, I'm not that great at singing. Oh, come on. (laughs) Which song should you sing? Pick one. Well, there's always been that, um... Oh, there's this great song I know. It's called, If You Have a Friend, and it's really good. You should listen to it. Okay. I would like to hear that particular tune. Um, okay, Emma. Why don't you sing? Well, okay. (laughs) One, two, three. If you have a friend... Then you know what it's like If you have a friend You can just ride your bike all day long If you have a friend And you're feeling down Then your friend will come And take your hand and lift you up and help you stand follow your dreams follow your heart that 
That's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. If you have a friend, you can reach for the stars. If you have a friend, you can fly off to Mars with your friend. Like a daffodil in a field of roses, you can express yourself and fly. Follow your dreams. Follow your heart, that's what friends are for, that's what friends are for. <laughs> Just believe in yourself, and in your friend too. With your friend by your side, you can find out your true destiny. Just imagine what it would be like if you could fly and sing. Follow your dreams, follow your heart. That's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Emma, that song is so incredible. <laughs> I wish I had a friend. I mean... <laughs> I guess I do have a friend, but they're nothing like in that song! <laughs> what? You mean I'm not like that? Yeah, you never helped me to stand! <laughs> for what I hey, believe don't in! don't you remember a few hours ago when I helped you stand up that, um, on that, that one time? No! Oh yeah, you got your memory erased. No, I didn't! Yes, you did! No, I didn't! Well, maybe you didn't, but it's possible! Oh yeah? Yeah! Ha! Let's have a commercial break. We'll be back after this little bitty, tiny, um, big, gigantic break of commercials. Have you ever turned yourself into a banana? Well... We have this new stuff that will turn you into bananas for you. It's a new technology where you just turn the dial and click on the dial and turn it and you turn into a banana that is half of a banana except it's a whole banana and it's a giant banana so you'll never go hungry. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I knew it was amazing. Thank you for listening. Are you tired of eating food? Well, that's just too bad. Because if you don't eat food, then you, um, you'll die. But that's okay, because we have this new stuff. That, and when you eat it, 
you don't get hungry. You're not hungry anymore, so you don't have to eat food. It comes, it comes in, um, food, extra food, less food, or no food. No food costs mo the most, so you might want to do buy it instead. Goodbye. Hello, dearies. If you've ever had a problem eating pencils in your classroom, then maybe you should try putting, um, some sort of powder on your pencils so they don't get dirty. By the way, if your planner says that your Kleenex tops are brown, then don't listen to it because it doesn't know what it's talking about. And if your flowers are actually pencils, then maybe you should turn into a checkbook. By the way, in case you haven't noticed, a computer monitor is the best way to eat food. Thank you for your convenience. Um, are you tired of sitting next to someone who eats all the time? <laughs> well, then just tell him to go away, and if that doesn't work, then buy our new product that is a lot of food, because food tastes good, and you should eat more of it. <laughs> so anyway, um... You should try sitting next to me, because I eat food a lot. Wait a minute. What was this commercial about again? Oh yeah, I'm trying to sell stuff, aren't I? Um, well, um, why don't you just, um, come on down here at 667, uh, Harry Lane, then... Um, watch a bunch of people eat stuff while you buy all the stuff in our store and we get a lot of money. Okay? That's the end of this crummy commercial. Once upon a time in a faraway land, there was a little pumpkin who wanted to buy all the cheeseburgers in the world. So he went to Cheeseburger Mart and bought all the cheeseburgers in the world. And then all the cheeseburgers in the world were like, thank you for buying us, because now Cheeseburger Mart has lots and lots of money. So please, if you're a pumpkin, or not a pumpkin, please come on down to Cheeseburger Mart and buy all the cheeseburgers in the world. Uh, what, what's going on? Uh. Oh, is this recording? Oh, uh, ahem. <clears throat> okay, was I supposed to do okay? Sell a product? How do I do that? I mean, there's not even anyone to buy it. There's just this microphone. Well, Mr. Microphone, would you like to buy this product? It's really cool, because, um, it can make your nose purple, and then everyone will scream whenever they see you, and then you'll just have to, um, look at them until they stop screaming. But anyway, it can also make, um, uh, it can also shrink your eyelashes till they can't be seen and then your eyelashes will 
not look girly if you are a boy. But if you're a girl, they'll still look girly. But anyway, um... So would you like to buy it, Mr. Microphone? Hello? Microphone, you don't even work. Well, we're back, I guess. And, uh, uh, thank you for listening to these crummy commercials. And, um, hopefully, they'll get us lots and lots of money. But anyway, um, I don't think I can think of anything else to do on this podcast, so, um, I guess we'll have to bring this aptcods, I mean podcast, to a close. Aptcods? Why'd you say that? Well, like, I, I, I don't know, I guess I just sort of got all the letters mixed up in my head. Aptcods? That's a good name for our podcast. Yeah, right. I mean, a couple of fish, you can do anything. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I guess. We can make a logo for it and everything. Apt Cods. I can see it now. Apt Cods. I don't see it anywhere. Where? Well, then you must have your glasses on backwards. I still don't see it. It's because they're on backwards again. Anyway, um, thank you for listening to Mary and Emma's Aptcons, and congratulations on whatever is happening to you. And, yeah, that is good. And, uh, happy teeth! <laughs>